I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Welcome to the Bosspreneur Podcast, Becoming More. I'm your host, Becky A. Davis. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who want to make a bigger impact with your product, your service, or your message. So each week, I'll pull the curtain back and go inside and share about money, mindset, and marketing ideas and strategies to help you become more. So let's jump in. Today's episode is called Draw the Lines. Listen, ladies, this is all about boundaries, setting boundaries. Sometimes we need to draw the lines and make the lines really clear in the sand or write it on the street with chalkboard for people to really know that there are some boundaries here. But the reason why we don't draw the lines is we don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. We want everyone to see us as nice. And if I set boundaries, I'm going to I will have to say no. And it might just hurt somebody's feelings if I if I say no. But here's one thing that I know is that we teach people how to treat us based on our response to what they do. And so when people start to treat you in a way where you feel like it's unfair, you have you have taught them that based on your responses. You know, an example of this for me uh, was when I was working in corporate America, I had a boss. Oh, my God. He was he was not he was one of my not so great bosses. I had some great bosses while I worked in corporate America. But this was one of those. Oh, my God. um, I, I could kill myself working with this guy. I mean, just he was not a good boss and everybody knew he wasn't was not a great boss. But one of the things that I realized early on is how he engaged and interact with our team. And so I was uh, it was myself and four other regional vice presidents. So it's five of us. And um, I would at the meetings um, live or on our team meetings, I would listen to the engagement and the interaction. Now, one of the things that my mom taught me a long time is, you know, when you listen, how people treat other people, just hold tight and it's eventually going to get to you. If it doesn't start with you, it's eventually going to get to you. And that's what happens. It's going to get to you. But how you respond to it really lays the foundation of what your boundaries should look like. So this guy will call his VPs at any time of the day, night or weekend. And he expected you to answer the phone. I don't care if it's a Sunday night. I don't care if it's in the midday on a Saturday when we were off working Monday through Friday when we were off or if it was in the uh, evening where at eight o'clock, nine o'clock. I mean, this guy called as late as 10 p.m. one night. And to me, there is nothing that you need to if it was urgent you would have left a message. But when you don't leave a message, it can't be urgent. And so when he started to do this, it was time we have to play the game. Let's do the dance and let's see who's going to win in this dance. And the dance was he would call and I'd see, look at the phone and I wouldn't answer. And I was not answering intentionally because what I saw my peers doing every time he called, they picked up the phone, which really taught him based on their response is when I make a phone call, you answer me. Well, it's my job and I will make sure that I call you 
based on um, the time that you called me. If you call me like one night I was in the movies with my husband, it was 10 o'clock, nine o'clock, somewhere in there. And the phone rang. I looked down. I was like, you got to be kidding. I put it on mute, watched my movie, leave the movie at 11 o'clock. And so. I'm not going to call my boss at 11 o'clock at night. Now, granted, he's already laying the foundation. If I did, he would answer the phone because that's what he's showing. And I remember him sharing with one of our uh, one of my peers, because at one of the meetings, he said, did y'all know Becky doesn't answer my phone? She never answers my phone. Uh, When I call her, you know, she ignores my call. And, you know, I just kind of looked at him and I smiled. And and now this is in a team meeting. And so he says it again. And and then they looked, they was like, Becky, are you serious? Do you not answer his calls? And I smiled and I was like, come on, Daryl, you just, I don't know. He's messing with you guys. That's not true. I answer his calls, but he's called me at times when I was in the movies with my husband and I was not going to call him in the movies. I wasn't going to call him after I got out late at night or if he's called and I'm at church, I'm not leaving my service to go and pick up the phone. I said, so that's not true. I said, Daryl, and I called you back. I call you back the very next day. Um, first thing in the morning. Now, if it's a Sunday, he'll get a call on Monday. If it's a Saturday, he'll get a call on Monday. I'm not calling him back the next day. I'll call him based on our business day. But we did this dance for a month and a half. And we did this dance because I needed him to see that's I'm not doing what they do. That's what they do. And you respond to him. But that is not going to me be for me that anytime I leave, I got to have my phone. And this dude expects me to answer the phone. So I had to teach him how he was going to treat me, no matter how he did the peers. And then my peers were surprised and said, I can't believe you don't answer Daryl's call. I said, what the heck is he going to do to me if I don't answer a call at nine o'clock at night? Is he going to write me up? No, he can't write me up because I am a resources will be like, why is there an expectation? What was the urgency? Well, so he knows that he has no recourse. He has no standing that I have to call him back because I, I did know the handbook from cover to cover. I knew what was in there. So there's nothing he can do. I don't have to answer that phone just because you call. We teach people how to treat us. And sometimes people feel entitled to our lives. They feel entitled to our energy, entitled to our time, entitled to our space. And sometimes they feel entitled to our platform as if it is their platform. But no, you have to set some boundaries. And if you don't set those boundaries and if you don't draw the lines, you're going to be the one frustrated. You're going to be the one upset. You're going to be the one mad and angry all because you did not draw the lines. But then you think about why is it so hard to tell people what you don't like them doing? Why is it so hard to tell people No, I'm not going to do that. Why is it so hard to be able to not say yes to what people want us to do that don't feel good to us? You know why? We don't want to ostracize people. We don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. We don't want to disrupt the harmony and make things, put things off balance. We don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. We don't want to seem difficult. 
as women. These are reasons why we don't tell people and we don't set those boundaries. Listen, I've had so many people to say, hey, I would love for you to mentor me. Um, I had an email that came through actually um, this week. I had an email come through of someone who sent me an email about something and said, I would love to get on the phone with you, you know, 20 to 30 minutes and just, you know, ask you a couple questions about business. I've been in business a short amount of time and um, and they just really kind of shared it's difficult. And so they kind of gave me an area that they wanted to talk about. So in my response, I responded back and said, you know, here are some things that um, I focus on and do um, that helps me. So I gave them five or six things and they were like this. Thank you so much. This was really good. It's really hard to get people to share information with you. And then I responded back and shared with them. Sometimes it's hard to get people to share information with you because they see it as is this something you can give me or mentor me? Can you help me with this? And if people offer that as a service where people pay them for it, a stranger coming in and saying, can you mentor me? Just does not look well. It looks like you want something for free. Mentorship is really about the individual deciding and seeing a person that they want to invest their time in to be able to help develop. I am never, I've had some amazing mentors, but I've never asked anyone, will you mentor me? I just serve them. And sometimes we don't think about serving people that we want to be in our community. We are to be in close proximity with those people. We just want to ask them for what they can give um, to us. But you have to set some boundaries. If I said yes to everybody who said, can I mentor or can I come and speak on your podcast or can I speak at your event? If I said yes to everybody, just because I didn't want to hurt their feelings and I didn't want to seem difficult to them and I didn't want people to feel uncomfortable, man, I would have a mess going on and I would be frustrated more than anything. But listen, you don't have to oblige everybody. You don't. If it does not benefit you, you have to draw the line. You have to draw the line personally. You have to draw the line professionally. You have to draw the line emotionally. Those things are important or you can go crazy. You need to set boundaries. You need to draw some lines because when you draw those lines, it frees you up to do the things you want to do and not obligated to do. You draw the lines. I promise it'll help you to become more. Have you joined our Facebook community, the Female CEO Headquarters? You need to join the Female CEO Headquarters. It is our Facebook group. If you start like an entrepreneur, we're going to teach you how to scale like a CEO. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Bosspreneur, B-O-S-S-P-R-E. N-E-U-R, and you'll learn more about the Bosspreneur Business Circle. I share training, workshops, speaking engagements, plus I'll share with you some videos and information to help you become more. You can go to the Bosspreneur Business Circle.com. That's B-O-S-S-P-R-E-N-E-U-R, Business Circle.com or Becky A. Davis.com.